0: we've given you money we've given you gifts and now is the time that we hold you accountable so right now what we're giving you is called the elders charge and this has been something that we've done for many many years but basically what it is is a charge or a challenge or um, some parting words for the the seniors from the elders group so you're ready to go out in the world you've you've hit that mountaintop experience you're ready to graduate from high school Uh, you've achieved a lot of things sports academics, honors, the whole gamut, you've been to the top, you've received all those accolades, uh, Everything is kind of coming to a close, and you're winding down, so now you're ready for a new challenge, and they told me I was speaking in, instead of Sean's message, so I've got 30 minutes worth of material, so as Sean does, as any good pastor would do, I'm going to lead off with a story, and this is a story I heard about a young man that grew up in the far-off land called Elkhart, Indiana, a city with a heart, So I want to give you some background of of this young man, and so you kind of have some context of what he was all about. But this was a wonderful young man from a wonderful family, loving parents, uh, loving sibling, uh, physique of a a Greek god. (laughs) Oh, I forgot to tell you that this, I know the person that this is about, and this is 100% accurate, all the information I'm going to give you. But uh, intelligence of a NASA rocket scientist, looks of a runway model. He grew up in the church, in the Presbyterian church. He attended youth group all the way through high school. He attended uh, church every Sunday with his parents, uh, was involved in any extracurricular activity with the church, was confirmed uh, in high school. Would give up the shirt off his back for anybody. If You know the old story that if there's a puddle, you lay down a, a coat for the woman to walk around. This guy was the best guy, nicest guy, pure heart. Everything was, he would do anything for you. And if that were enough to get you in heaven, uh, he would have been there. To give you a small example of, of how great this man was and how caring and loving he was, he did win the Sigsby Award winner in Little League for sportsmanship. So I think that's probably, tells <laughs> you a little bit about him. But as you're about to do, some of you will, go off to work some of you will go off to college he went off to college and started getting away from some of the things that he learned as a a kid started becoming affected by his surroundings and the, the he wasn't affecting the change on the surroundings the surroundings were actually affecting him gradually forgot those things that were instilled in him Started gradually falling away from church became every other week started fading away gradually, so gradually that he didn't really realize what was going on. Grew farther and farther away from the church and things that he had been brought up, grew away from his faith. Church longer, no longer became an option at a certain point. There's too many things to do. Sunday was not a priority and God was not a priority in his life. And that continued until even with a family of his own, a young family of his home, see at that point he realized that he was living his parents faith he wasn't living his own faith everything that he had done up to that point was because of his parents and his parents faith he wasn't walking his own walk it didn't become real until he attended church one sunday as a 32 year old with uh, two small children and the sanctuary shrunk down to where he was the only person in that sanctuary when The pastor gave the message. Everybody else disappeared, and the message was for him. At that point, he knew he needed Jesus back in his life. He was baptized, accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, and he started walking his own walk. So the reason I tell you that story is to help you understand some of the obstacles that you're going to face and some of the things that are going to be gradual at first. As often things do, gradual grows into something much bigger, much bigger, and much bigger. So with that in mind, the elders of Dover have some challenges for you. As you go out into the world, will you affect change in the world, or will you let the world affect change on you? Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, and yeah, see this is what happens when you get old. And this means I'm serious when I put on my glasses, start listening, because I'm serious now. 1 Corinthians 15:57 through 58 says, but thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm, let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So the charge that we have for you is, when it gets tough out there, and it will, will you change? Will you conform to the world or will you stand for what you know and wait patiently? And when it gets easy out there, and it might, will you change? Will you remember what got you there? Will you remember that God is just as in- instrumental in bringing us joy as he is when we are in the middle of a storm? Jeremiah twenty nine eleven through 13 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart so the charge we have for you is god was there with you when you're in high school will he be there with you in college or work will you trust in him as much in the real world as you do in the bubble that we call dover indiana philippians 1 9 through 11 says and this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And in 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 17, Paul tells Timothy to continue in what you have learned and what have become convinced of because you know those from who you learned it and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So the charge I have for you is, as you learn more about the world, will you, learn to, will you also work to learn more about God? Mom and dad will not necessarily be there with you every step to look over your shoulder and push you. Will you do it on your own? In Colossians 4, 5 through 6, Paul encourages us to be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So we ask you, as all these new people get to know you, will they also get to know your God? Will you take the time to invest in them and make sure that they do know God? If they don't, Are you willing to make sure that they know God through you? Lastly, in 2 Corinthians 12.10, Paul states, That is why for Christ's sake I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, I am made strong. Having heard that, are you willing to take God outside of your dorm room or home or work and take him with you in public where it may not be safe or convenient? Are you willing to be weak so that he can make you strong? Are you willing to risk some ridicule or harassment so that just one person who needs to hear the gospel will hear it? Will you allow God to use you, even when it may be a little painful and make you stand out? Will you live out your own faith? Right. In Sunday school, I was telling them, Karen and I, when we were on our trip to Israel a couple weeks ago, learned about a term called oikos, where that is an extended spiritual family, and we found out that when somebody marries into a family, the, the fiancé or husband-to-be builds a home. My understanding was I thought it was a way, but what it is is a courtyard with all these rooms attached to it, and when they go to build their home for their new wife, they just add on to the existing structure through that courtyard. So the whole family is there. So I challenge you that when you go do things on your own, what will you do? But I want you to know that we are your oikos. Dover Christian Church is your oikos. We are your extended spiritual family. And we stand here for you whenever you need anything. If things get tough and you just need somebody to talk to, well, it's like I'm having flashbacks to our kids. Sorry about that. Um, we're here for you. We want the very best for you. And, yeah, you may be out there and feel like you're on an island, but you have an oikos back here praying for you, wanting the very best for you, wanting you to be strong, to be able to talk to those people to be able to share Christ with them. And if you ever need support, you need to just come back to Dover Indiana or contact one of us and let us support you. Cuz we're here for you and we want the very best for you. And we're willing to do anything for that, but we are your family and we don't want you to ever forget that that we are here to support you. So with that said, I want to pray over you folks and then we'll continue on with the service. Father God, we thank you once again for this opportunity to be here today. Lord, as we celebrate these young men and women and the great accomplishment that they have in graduating from high school. And Lord, as they go out to do their own thing, Lord, we pray that they will continuously draw from your strength. They will continuously seek you in all that they do because we know that your path is one that is straight. And we know that you are comforting, that you are supportive, that you are healing, that you are powerful. And Lord, we pray that they would tap into that strength anytime things get tough. And Lord, as we send them out, we have full confidence that they are resting in your hand as they go forward. And we know that you will cover them and carry them when they can't walk on their own, but you'll set them back down when they're strong enough to be on their own. And Lord, we pray as their oikos, as their spiritual family, Lord, that there's anything we can do, Lord, to support them. You would put that upon our heart and we would be quick and ready to do that. But Lord, we give them into your capable hands and we are so excited to see the works that you're going to do through these young men and women and the great potential that they have. And we're excited to see the work that you do from them, through them, and for them. And we just give you praise and honor and glory. And all God's children said.